1: Today's episode is Star Wars Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the holier-than-thou specimen from beyond time and space, Mr. Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you doing? I'm good, Nick. Thank you for asking. How how was your weekend? It was another one that just breezed by like an uh, ugnod on a fucking hot day. (laughs) (laughs) Too much. Too much. What about you? Uh,
3: yeah, I you know had a lot of stuff to get done this weekend, um, you know, and I I did I did I made some chili today, Nick. I'm not a chili guy. And in a Dutch oven, you farted under a blanket. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. No, I made. Uh. Yeah. I. I haven't. I've never made chili before, honestly. So it was a big. It was a big step for me. Put my big boy shoes on. Got my big boy tongs out. You know. I, I had to cook two home chef meals today at the same time. Yeah, you're a little bit more of a cook than I am. Well, I've, yeah, always, I've always cooked, though. You have like a natural tendency for it a little bit, like a natural uh, affinity or a skill for it. I don't have that innate ability like you. And I also don't brag about it like you. Constantly talking about
2: yeah. how great you are. So what? what do you mean, chefs? You know, I'm on this home chef thing, so they send me three meals a week and I do that and I love it it's going it's great everything I've made has been really good mm-hmm. except now the way with my travel schedule the mm-hmm. food arrives on Thursday I arrive on Friday I leave on Monday so I have to I have to go haywire and get all these things done before the weekend right is over so it's a bums rush and so I'm eating weird shit for breakfast because like I had salmon miso salmon for breakfast the other day because I just had to squeeze a meal in so non-traditional, but how, how are you finding
3: mixing it up for breakfast? Are you liking it? Is it free? Yeah, you? It's fine. There's no breakfast is just a state of mind. Do you feel like you've thrown off some kind of like uh, society's shackles, for example, as you eat salmon in the morning? Although salmon, yeah. well, I mean, but like smoked salmon, on not a bagel. that rare. Yeah, it's yeah. not that rare. It was pretty rare. <laughs> I mean, what it, you could have uh, Doritos for breakfast? I think it would be a little bit more. No, we're,
2: that's not a food. I beg to differ. (laughs) So I haven't checked on you in a while. Uh, Mm -hmm. Have you been dodging COVID? I have been. Yeah. Um, Has everyone? No. My daughter has a a two week quarantine here at the house because somebody in her class got it. Yeah. So she's stuck here. Does she know who got it? Is the person okay? I don't know. I'm over it. Um, So guys, it's a movie microscope. It's a show where we zoom in. Uh, today's a big one by the way, but, uh, you know, this is, uh, the, the best star Wars poster of all of them. Yeah. It's the empire strikes back folks. If you didn't know, if you didn't see when you clicked or tapped or whatever you do with your body, uh, this is the one that they call the, uh, the using people as backpacks installment in the star Wars series. Can you, quali-
3: you So, you would classify Yoda as a quote unquote quote, people. Yeah, and
2: 3PO. Both are, are backpacked <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> it's a huge zoom.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in case you don't know what the movie Microscope is, it's the show we resume zoom in, right? So, mm-hmm. we watched a film with mistreated eyes and tainted stomachs. And we rummage around the room until we find something glorious. We shine a light into it and then darken the room. And when the lights come back on, uh, microcosms of what makes or breaks is left behind. So if we were like talking about stand and deliver, we wouldn't talk about the scene where Edward James almost whips up a a puff pastry so good that he starts to 69 it. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about the little moments. By the way, I was
3: watching you when you're setting that up, you know, and talking about what we do on the show. And you had your
2: eyes closed. I did. I had. I was pulling. I was pulling mana. I was pulling mana. You had like it. Was it? You entered a fugue state. What do they call that when somebody? Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, it's like in the thing. I entered a
3: fugue state. state. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 Impressive. Impressive. Yeah, uh, stand I, I, and deliver, huh? Is that what? Is no, that? Is I'll that I'll the scene that. where they got the title from? Yeah.
2: <laughs> The <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be honest. The one thing here's why because I don't want anything I see to influence what I say. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Is that like bad luck, or you it's, just it's easy? It's too easy. Yeah, the shortcut. I see. You know, and I, I'm a pro. I, I don't like shortcuts, mm-hmm. uh except for the movie because uh, that's that's a super flick. You so might, yeah, we what you, what? what you see in your mind's
3: eye, for example, is right. fine. But anything in your r- real vision, right? Is a, is a
2: no-go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, obviously, last episode was Star Wars A New Hope. Um, we enjoyed your comment. <laughs> um, uh, it was a pretty fun episode, I thought. Uh, well edited. This one will not be as well edit- edited because it's on a time crunch. So, just disregard the little ums and uhs and sounds and stuff. So I got um a letter from
3: somebody thanking us for doing uh, a podcast about Star Wars.
2: Cool. We got a voicemail this week. So, he's only got, you know, 98 episodes to wait to hear it. What do you What do you mean? Somebody oh. sent us a voice. <laughs> yeah. Well, who sent it? Do you it's somebody um, you know? Uh, it's uh, no.
3: I don't think so. You know, do you ever think about sharing it with your podcast partner? No.
2: Maybe I'd like to hear a little. Yeah. Only 98 episodes away. So, All right, I guess we'll do what we did last time, man. Where were you? What was it like the first time you saw The Empire Strikes Back?
3: Well, I certainly was excited. I remember seeing it twice in the theater, which is a big deal for me. I went with a babysitter to see it a second time. That's all I really remember. I remember being absolutely willing and ready for every toy that they had coming out for this thing. But I don't remember too much other than just being completely in love with Star
2: Wars. Right having the sheets, you know, that kind of stuff. What about you? Same. I had actually had sheets from this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, this was it. This was kind of, you know, the sensation that was star Wars and the accidental um, fallout toys, merchandise, fandom that all came. This was either going to completely kick it into overdrive or put a, you know, a, a tourniquet on it. And obviously great movie, great hype, great products. And, the world blew up for Mr. George Lucas, you know? Yeah. As good as, as big as Star Wars was, this this kind of delivered the fact that Star Wars was here to stay, you know? Uh, yeah, it could have been a retread. It could have been a huge fail.
3: It wasn't either. I wonder if, you know, because the toys were so huge for star- the original, and it was such an unexpected, um, you know, uh, money maker. I wonder if they were, they must have written toys into this movie, to sell them, you know, make it more toy like, more fantastical, and it makes the movie better. Well, they they,
2: they don't introduce that many well, they,
3: not a ton yeah. of characters. Well, I mean the just ever the way things look, you know, from Yoda to uh, you know, the, there's one char- I remembered one action figure when we were watching this that was so disappointing. Lando's like guys in blue suits, like the best
2: the best guards. Yeah. Them with the mustaches,
3: yes. But other than that, I mean, they just really went wild. Like, I, what was the name of the the twin the twin cars the the, the best one,
2: cloud cars, yeah,
3: yeah, the cloud cars, and I just and it just makes the movie. You know, if
2: that's what they are doing, it just makes it uh, more interesting. Well, the slow speeders and the ads and the ATVs. Yeah. For some reason, I really I was really smitten with uh, General Veers's attack costume. This time around, his little well, helmet, you know, uh, the, uh, Julian Glover, you know, with his gray suit and his cool helmet sitting in the AT-AT kicking ass. Right. It's a good get up. But yeah, uh, did you? So let me just list. I mean, I, we'll talk about the toys just for a little bit more. But were you did you have so many of these toys? Did yes. You, were you? I even had multiple uh, miscellaneous rebels, multiple miscellaneous snow troopers, yeah so that you could do some sort of a scaled invasion ion cannons more than one <laughs> i wish i didn't i always would just have one of
3: everything if i i didn't get everything but if i had it it was only i didn't double down how
2: are you how are you coming into this uh i'm just it was all i cared about so every yeah. gift opportunity and um we had this i had a fr- uncle who was not really our uncle my uncle but he was a. Uh, like, super best friend of the family who was loaded and, and a bachelor into his late years. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would take good care of me. Like, he was very, he took real good care. Like, so he would get me like multiple, multiple things. And right. he didn't even asked for anything in return, which was nice because I would have done it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you're not uh, hearing this, Uncle Ralph. You missed so, out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So that's what I was going to say. As I was watching this, I remembered the strangest toy they produced, and maybe the my favorite. All right, the Tauntaun that had with a slit in the belly that you could slide in action figures. Yeah, Um, it's just such a weird. It's such a great thing to put like a trap door in the belly of a because because it it's a big scene in that movie. Right, and I guess they figured that kids would want to recreate the scene where. Han Solo stuffs Luke into the guts of a
2: well, The Well, that came out creep. after, like, short, you know, after the original Tauntaun figure came out. The thing I love, it may be the first time anybody has sold a dead animal, like a, a toy that's <laughs> dead. Was it dead or was it just, could it be dead? It. There is no way it could not be alive. I, mean, I just didn't dead. know,
3: I can't remember it, so it wasn't. It, stand first up, one. That guy died.
2: That guy died of of
3: uh, of the elements. You know, he died yeah, of cold. Exposure. But it's, it's obviously a misconception. He he thought he died of cold, but he died of embarrassment. Oh,
2: yeah. There's there something else. I don't know. Heart attack. COVID. Who yeah. knows? He, he probably um, it, it shocked his system every time he went from puppet to stop motion. I think it hurt. It hurts. Man. to Bounce back and forth. Maybe he fainted
3: because. Uh, Han Solo is so damn cool in this movie. Um, uh, anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves, I guess. What, what? So you
2: you still love it when we watched it? What do you think? Of course. It, yeah. Is it your favorite? I don't know. It's, it it's so much more mature. It's so much more confident. Um, and there's so many iconic moments. And the music is... I mean, there's nothing really to hate about it. Um, I don't like certain little moments in here and there and the and the and the special edition stuff while not as glaring as in some of the other films it's mm-hmm. not great like what's your least favorite thing they added do you remember uh, yeah yoda oh. <laughs> no uh, um not no just just uh, well the emperor thing really bothers me but we'll get to that okay so what's your first note uh probes
3: i forgot the whole movie kicked off with a probe i love I did, probes I- their little spider, their little uh, spider-like. and it, it, Remember, it crashes, and then it peeks out of its little
2: crash hole. Of course. Like a, like a damn cutie. Yeah. Its little tiny spider arms. And who? And once again, sound design on point with the with their sounds. Their sounds are so fucking sweet. And they made that toy. I did have Fuck it, yeah, I think. they did. Did you have a few? I had one, but the thing is, if I remember correctly, did they have a stand for it, or is it just something you'd have to hold up in the air? Did not remember. stand up on its own, for yeah. sure. So it is. A, it's a lot of work to be moving that guy around. And they were just probes.
3: They were just kind of um, randomly looking for rebels on planets, right? They're just thrown to planets to see if they could see any uh, activity that was right. suspicious. And so that, beyond the first few scenes, and you know, Han Solo eventually shoots
2: one out of the sky. That's it, right? They don't. They ever come back in? I mean, there's the probe at the beginning, and then there's the probe later on where Han and Chewie do the old rope a dope on it.
3: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and it's all it's all within the first twenty minutes or so, right? Yeah, absolutely. But those probes don't come back. Like we don't we don't get to see them ever again, do we? Well, that's
2: the big spoiler about season two of the Mandalorian. <laughs> do they have a name? No, they're Imperial Probe Droid. That's what it's called. Yeah. So they do have a name. So my first uh, note is Tauntaun sounds because glory. <sighs> I I am not a religious man but those Tauntaun sounds take me someplace high and mighty and sweet. You know, as much as Lucas fucked with star Wars, I have to say, I'm thrilled that
3: they didn't fuck with the Tauntauns that they didn't. Cause they, that's could, That's, they could have gone in and
2: replaced uh, that work. And know? the, and the ad too. Like mm-hmm. they could have made those. I know people are going to be anal about ATAT. Suck it. Um, Is that what they're called? Yeah. I mean, they're not really called ad They're called ATATs. But oh, Okay. I didn't know that. Very, some people are very particular about that, um, which is you know that's that's you know you choose to live your life a certain way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love the uh, the Tauntaun sounds. It's the Tauntauns' delightful little cute face. The uh, they they have a, a tortured existence, don't you feel? Yeah. They, I'm going to
3: zoom in, zoom in, uh, really deep. Horses of the Star Wars franchise until uh, Last Jedi, right? Father's, yeah, you're right. Too
2: bad one of those guys didn't get sliced open, you know? Yeah, um, that'd be great if just tons and tons of colorful, different colored balls come out and you could you can have like a little ball pit, just sl- slaughter a father near, near a nearest you know, a circle. Mm-hmm. But the stop motion, oh my god! The stop motion makes me so happy. Phil Tippett kicking ass, that the the Tauntaun, I love it. I mean, yeah, you're right. If they had changed it, it would have been a we would there have been fighting.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I love to see it. They just you know they obviously are puppets at some points or just you know it's just it's great. And none of that stuff like to me it all it all just adds up to to you know what I love about the film. Like I, you know, it's. Uh, you know my my kids. I watched with my kids, and they were making fun of, um, uh, Mark Hamill, and <laughs> the scene with Darth Vader. Like, it yeah, you know, like it, the way he, you know, says no, and you know he's very emotional. Yeah, it made me sad because I don't want anything to be criticized. I love it all, you know.
2: Yeah. So I grounded my kids. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. So obviously, if, if you don't remember the story, it takes place in space, and the uh, they're they're hidden on this base. On the planet Hoth, and uh, Luke and Han are out there doing their thing. That's it's cool to see Luke and Han doing some recon. You know, just right. Like, and they're you know, immediately talking to each other. Yeah, their rapport is a little bit better now. They've obviously spent some time together. Yeah, the, you know, you know, Han is is uh, getting ready to you know kick out, but Luke's Luke's uh, their buddies, and of course, Luke gets stranded there. Uh, you know, because he's he interacts with a friend of ours, the Wampa. He does. He gets broadsided by a uh, yeti. Like a Star Wars yeti. You
3: <laughs> know, and uh, and it's it's rough going for him. I forgot how violent that scene was. Yet the the Wampa is chowing down on the Tauntaun. Yeah, he, and, yeah well, and, and he and he, he breaks his throat. He breaks his neck. Hates him. And he uh, he d- does something that I never understood how they did it. He
2: glues. Uh, he I wrote the same Luke fucking note. Luke to the ceiling, his feet to the ceiling. How what does he do it? My, my sense is, how exactly did that wampa put Luke upside down in that biz? <laughs> I'm glad you, yeah, because that is ridiculous. What does they he show do? his shoes and they looked obviously like uh, they're iced. Yeah, so does he like hiss and spit up into the ceiling to melt it and then puts Luke in there? It's such a good question. And yeah, I'm sure there's an answer, but I, I have, it, I'm not. It, it makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that, his, is that his refrigerator? Is that how he stores future food? Does he have powers
3: like Iceman from the X-Men? You know, like, that's something that you'd expect a superhero to do. You know, Uh, not just like a burly monster.
1: Right.
2: Well, I I think, you want to talk about luck? Mm -hmm. Imagine if the Wampa didn't know about feet. (laughs) End of the Star Wars saga if he glues Luke headfirst up there. (laughs) The <laughs> yeah, Wampa just, actually is maybe the hero of this story because he doesn't know about heads. <laughs> well, he's I don't know
3: what. So you're right. He's he's hanging up Luke for future eating. Um doesn't know about lightsabers, obviously. <laughs> doesn't know about the Force. Soon he does. Now, I had remembered that I you know, this the thing is I know this movie very well, but I forgot that the Wampa survives that battle. Right. He just gets uh dearmed. Yeah, a a recurring theme in the saga by obviously, right. obviously, yeah. but uh but you know, did they ever did the Wampa ever get a second a part 2 in any of the, the any of this Star Wars books that fell
2: after this? No. How do you know? Cuz I read The Tales of the Mos Eisley Cantina, Tales of the you know, whatever dog fuck. You read the Tales of the Wampa? <laughs> it didn't. Post Luke? You know what? I, it would be foolhardy for me to think somebody hasn't taken a crack at more wampa fiction.
3: Do you think that was ice that glued his feet, or do you think it might be something else? It could be his, 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 his. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm talking about his smaz. Yeah, I'm just saying. Did you think that when you're watching it? I didn't, but it makes me really
2: excited about seeing it again. But because maybe he did know about feet. <laughs> Or, well, yeah, Tar- whatever. Tarantino may have had a hand. But in it. Um, and then, of course, Han goes back to the base. He's a little concerned about Luke. Nobody seems to have their shit together. Everybody's looking for Luke,
3: yeah. But nobody's got mm. their shit together. No, and, and Leia is very angry at Han, who's trying to flirt with her. He's he's She's very angry at him. She's haughty.
2: I wouldn't say she's very angry. She's angry. Uh, later, she's pretty angry. She is she is not really angry in this movie and she, and she she's is just plain sexy to get. No, she's pissed because Han's leaving. That's why
3: I guess that's why she's mad yeah. and she wants him to stay. But she does that by, you know, slapping his hand and kissing her brother things like that. Yeah. Now, you know, like another thing is, so, well, we didn't, we'll get to the kissing scene, I guess. But so what do you think of uh, Han Solo's coat? I his puffy, it. his puffy coat. I love it to death. Now, Apparently, people say that's a brown coat, but you know, and they realize that's in, the, in HD once they remastered it. It was a brown coat, but you know, the action figure had a blue coat. Right? It looks still kind of looks blue to me.
2: Of course, I love I love that coat. You know what's fat is as strange is Hans. His hair is eighties hair as fuck in this movie. Uh th- That's the only bad thing about Han Solo in this movie is that that matted eighties. Greasy parted hair.
3: No, I mean he kind of when he. I forgot that right before he gets um, carbonated, he he looks like he's wearing a pirate shirt. Yeah, of course he does. But other than that, I mean, you know, is have you ever been as as cool as Han Solo is in this film? Have you ever
2: felt as cool as he? No, but I'll tell you, I would even say that Indiana Jones in Temple of Doom is cooler. Oh yeah, well, he is the sexiest thing on two legs in that movie. Mm. What about Mola? No, fair. Fair enough. Um, so we get a, we get a callback on one of the best things about the first star Wars film. Yeah. Ben.
3: <laughs> that might be the best Ben of the series to me. Yeah. And this one. Yeah. Yeah. When he, he busts out of the Wampa cave, he's struggling to make it through the snow and he starts to fade. He starts to succumb to the elements. He has a vision. And uh, uh, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan shows up, doesn't give a shit that Luke is freezing his ass off, and just gives him a an order. Yeah. You know, go to Degaba. And Luke's like, what does he say?
2: Ben. It, is that uh, a better Ben than Ben Quadraneros from the Padres? <laughs> it's a
3: tie. <laughs> No, but so Alec Guinness coming back for uh, this movie. Apparently, he shot his scenes in about three and a half hours, cashed a huge payday, uh, and and you know delivered obviously you know a very memorable uh, performance. But it wasn't exactly sure that he would come back because he did not love the experience of filming the first one. Yeah. And it was beneath him, beneath old Alec Guinness, star of Bridge
2: over the River Kwai. Do you like that movie? Of course, it's great. I like, I like it too. Um, okay, so let's get, let's get deep into this. Uh, the dead Tonton's missing a toenail. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? This is a big. He's missing a toenail how do you know what happened I, it, there's a close-up of the fucking missing toenail on that guy so when han obviously luke uh, defeats the wampa escapes han finds him mm-hmm. his tauntaun leaves the world falls down and then right as he's about to slaughter the belly you see a close-up of the foot of the tauntaun totally missing a toenail
3: um in the original version did did was the tauntaun about to die and han solo stabs him right before he dies no Killed no. the Tauntaun first. No, the how grossed out were you in the theater when they showed those guts? I loved it.
2: It got me, it got me. It's he, quote you, it got me gross.
3: I, I never it. forgot
2: it. Well, you, no, you're not meant to, but it reminded me almost like Ash's shit in Alien, like mm-hmm. the, his his interiors, uh, where it was so otherworldly that it didn't feel as grotesque because there's no it's blood me, of any color been, that We know
3: this move might have been the movie that really drove home the fact that they're that people had inside, you know, like things had insides and they were gross, like, you know, guts, like intestines. Yeah. I might've, that might've been my introduction to test intestines. This movie. Nice. Late to the party at age eight. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever get the action The just the separate intestines that came?
2: No, I wish they sold them though. I'm surprised he did not cash in on that. Mr. George Lucas. He, you know what? When he was doing the paperwork, finalizing the deal to Disney, he's like, can I squeeze one more intestine <laughs> and and figure out before this closes? Um,
3: that'd be great. If you, they should have just done it like the trash compactor and the dust star. When you open that Tauntaun's belly up, the actual figure, the little, uh, foam comes out a little colored. Mm-hmm. What foam pieces? Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you you re, do you when I say that? Do you remember the foam pieces in the in the trash compactor? Of course I do. But yeah, I hated them. We
2: we talked about this. Mm-hmm. So then I, one I, of my, I did. I know I didn't reveal that I also used to bite those. Yeah. I did. Well, I mean, yeah, you're oral. The um apparently the uh one of the golden moments in this film happens right after that. Uh when, when the snow speeders are cresting the mountains, there's that that great music, that kind of driving music that happens. And it, and, and all of a sudden the darkness that had permeated the opening scenes of this film is lifted. And there's like a real optimism with where the, the two guys, you know, where they're discovered by their, their, their squad mates. And the end, we have a, a pilot in that snow speeder, who's actually has personality and warmth, unlike those guys in the Y wings in the last film. And then of course the, the lovely voice of Han Solo pipes in over the comlink. And he's got his little sense of humor going, which means Luke survived the night. Everything's great. Really nice little scene there. And that is the first, I believe the first new music from Williams that sticks out in this version. How do you think Han survived? Do you think he crawled in there next to him? I think he's so, I I think he, you know what he did was he radiated Uh fucking coolness and just, you know, just sat there. He was as cool as the planet is what you're saying. Well, when there's like a wide shot when he's, uh, when he's put Luke in the belly and you see, he's starting to make camp. So Mm. I would just assume he had the materials to set up and make camp. Hmm. I just just assumed he crawled in there with them. I think it'd be great if he carved the tauntaun, put Luke in there, and then carved Luke and and went inside Luke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just thought it'd be fun a
3: scene if if the if the if whatever the land speeder they call it, what'd you call it? Not the land speeder, speeder. the snow snow speeder uh, zips on by and, and. then Luke and Han both poked their heads out of the Tauntaun's belly to look up. Um, I think snowspeeder, great if, how many, how many snow speeders did you own? I had one. Great machine, though. Great toy. Must have been nice. You didn't have one?
2: Nope. Mm. Although the I, size of it in relation to the AT-AT mm-hmm. was, was toothy. It wasn't did good. You have, did you have an ATAT? Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah, it Must was
3: nice. nice. It was my nice friend.
2: Type. My friend had one. I had an ATST too. And you could bet your your little pink What's donut that, that uh, I'd make that little guy dance with the little feet actions.
3: What's ATST? What's the Imperial
2: that? Walker, the one that it was in Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's in the Mandalorian too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so missing toenail blows me away. Uh, so Luke is then transported into the Bacta tank. To heal from good old 210B, who I love <laughs> to death
0: Just got home from Wampa fight, Luke got hit by a mean ride, got to camp out in the tummy of a ton Before the frostbite sets in, snow speeders come rushing. Luke is in the back 2-1-0-B's a wizard Well, Woboski's still a lizard Look at all the bounty hunters Standing before Darth A carbonite in prison Is waiting our heads so low 2-2-2 Luke is in the door. Calrissians and Lobots Are pretending to have a hand But just like in Sabacc They often scheme Luke, a wondrous apparition to our highly sedated magician, do, 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 Luke is in the They go by me tomorrow Today I'll float in sorrow
3: Let me ask you this: How do you think you describe uh, Luke's look in the back to tank when you it was? A, is it alarming? Yeah,
2: yeah. He looks beefy. He looks. Yeah. He doesn't look great in this movie. Period. He, he looks diapered. He looks really bad in this movie.
3: Um, <clears throat> they put it. They did put a um. What do they call that? A uh, modesty cloth. Over his uh, privates, yeah. But um, Hamill protested. He wanted to go full, yeah. You know, full
2: nude in that scene. He actually asked Lucas to do one of his quintessential uh, dissolves into his dickhole. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the back to tank that did you? Obviously, they they made. What was the fig- guy called? He's a
2: doctor. Two run. 210B, Yeah, yeah. 210B. Why do you love him? What's so special? You, you, he was, I think, he was the first Star Wars figure with a transparent abdomen. <sighs> <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. And, and 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 you know he's got legs. The figure has legs, but the character in the, <laughs> there, they never bothered to deal with that in the film. There was a second. He rotates in the movie. I, he's in two parts of this film, and he does not. We do not see his lower. What? Let me ask you this. Was there another figure that had a transparent abdomen? I'm not sure. This is something for the listeners to go s- seek out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Well, I guess there'll be a, one. He was you think a, about it. It was a bad bite for you, though. I'll tell you that. Why? Because uh he actually... His body was hard. It was like a m- metal type of hard. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, never had him. So, you had a bunch of infirm figures lying around. Hmm. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because he
3: was he was the doc. Anyway, so Luke's all messed up from the Wampa. His face is all uh, uh, you know s- bloody from getting hit by the old uh, monster. And and a lot of people have assumed over the years that you know since Mark Hamill had an accident that messed his face up a little bit that they were covering up his scars with with that blood. With you know, but that's not the case. What is the case? That's not a true rumor. Apparently he was all healed up by the time this movie was filming.
2: So what's the excuse that he looks like awful dog shit? (laughs) He does not. Yeah. I love him. He looks awful throughout this film.
3: He's finding some, you know, he's, he's finding some, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's having a tough road in this film. You know, he doesn't get to de-stress at any point, except that one point after he, he gets to relax, Because people are falling all over him that he's safe, but then he has to have a weird memory later that his sister blows him. You know, yeah, tongued her, tongued him. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I was talking about. Do you think that they they edited out, you know, Han shooting Greedo first and last one? You think that they toyed with the idea of Leia going in for the kiss and missing? You know?
2: I, they did, I don't know if they digitally dampened his, uh, the bulge in, in his pants. <laughs> they, or they could
3: have just inserted like Jabba real quick in between the her, his face and hers.
2: Yeah, I'm, I love I lo- they omitted the dialogue that I love from the theatrical verse. She kisses him, he goes now I know what it's like to be a moisture farmer. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, soon we get the base gets discovered and things start to ramp up. Yes, but not before we get to see Chewie's two hairstyles in this film. He's got, he's got the bangs. He's got the hanging over, you know, Danny Houston bangs, hanging over his Chewbacca face. And then he's got the slick back Chewbacca hair. Right. And I needed to know those two looks are both rocked a lot in this film. Which, which door do you go behind? Which is your Chewy? Do you like the, the messy bangs hanging over his face or the uh, slicked back Chewy? Hmm. I mean, I, I'll go for slick back every time, I think. What about you? I, I can't do it. You go for bangs? Yeah, you I'm know, going for bangs. And I can't believe I say it because to it used to bother me because mm-hmm. I would have that problem with my hair getting all bent, you know, getting all the fucking cowlicks and shit hanging out in your face and all that. And of course the Chewy action figure had the slick back hair, so that yeah. was the the one that we knew. Uh, but I have to admit that I I like the uh the, the debutante, you know, matinee idol chewy hair in this when it's do you, messy. Do you ever think that they made a figure, a chewy figure that is furry to the touch? Not an I don't think like a little action figure. You think they made a big one? I mean, they did stuffed Chewy's and shit like that. Oh yeah, stuff shoes. But I'm talking about the action figure. That that would be a waste of ven- a lot of energy. They
3: should have put they should have put one out with real human hair.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going through deathbeds, <laughs> Kenner's like waiting at deathbeds. You don't need that, dude. Let me pluck some of your dead hair. Well, I don't think they need to wait for people to die to get their
3: hair. You could get like a donation. Oh, know? I didn't know you could do that. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, people. I thought they had to die. <laughs>
2: Wait, you're trying to tell me you could take hair when you're alive? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta talk to my lawyer.
3: You imagine if your your hair gets rejected for the Chewy action figure, the kind of shame spiral that would send you down? Yeah.
2: But we'll use I, it, you know. But we'll use it on Leia on her back. <laughs> <laughs> but, um So. Speaking Did you of, ever want to float in the back to tank? Absolutely. Well, it, you know, and it's sort of revisited. Well, he's got a little mouthpiece, but it, it, it reminded me a little bit of the abyss. Yeah, you know that whole being inside. You know, I want, I want, I want, I want something other than air coursing through my lungs at some point. That's that's one of my bucket list things. Um, we're talking about makeovers. Let's talk about the best makeover in this film. Okay, Darth Vader. Oh, that yeah. costume is splendid. Mm-hmm. Little silver tones on his face, the shiniest shine, like no dents, no bullshit, a beautiful flowing cape, two layers of that cape, to be honest. And a chest, you know, his chest protector is just rock solid. He just looks like a billion dollars. He got upgraded. He did. Yeah, he, look, he, he looks. He, he
3: looks more threatening, which is important. Yeah. And he looks, and he is,
2: he is more threatening. Although there are things about this that are funny. There's a scene later on, which I will get to that. I want, I want this scene filmed Mm -hmm. and released because I, I didn't realize how much I needed it in my life. We'll get to that though. Um, So what do you think of them? They're constantly working on
3: the Falcon in this. That's another thing. The Falcon gets a lot of, you know, we were, I was saying that I felt bad because there were, people were talking about how much of a piece of junk the Falcon was in the last movie. In this movie, they really tell you, they show you that the Falcons piece of junk. Yeah, they're constantly up, up, like trying to. It's not working. Um, Hans like hammering it. He's in the floors. He's in the floorboards. He's got I, that droid on top of the. Well, the, I love that that droid. That when he's chatting with that repair droid,
2: mm-hmm. I could not have been happier. Who is that tall drink of water on top of the Falcon? <laughs> Who is it? I don't know. I, they did make. A, they made a figure of that. Or some, Did they really? Some, it, it, may not, it may not have been it's on its own. It may have been included with some set, but I have seen that guy in plastic. I would love to have that. Because that is that's a one that's a one and done, right? Like he's in one scene, never see him again. Well, and, and Han asked him to wait, and he he doesn't wait. He leaves. He kind of buzzes <laughs> off after a few seconds. He doesn't have time. Yeah, I love him. It's impatient. Yeah, yeah, it's the impatient droid.
3: I like that you know Han and you know, we talked a lot last uh, podcast that C three PO immediately as soon as his character's introduced, people are telling him to shut up. In this movie, they the tradition they continues. In fact, Han Solo p- puts his hand over his mouth at one point. I guess his quote unquote
2: mouth <laughs> yeah. is a uh, speaker area. Yeah, yeah, which actually works. Well, it dispenses hand sanitizer. I don't think they really. Uh, it's you know he, he doesn't speak through it necessarily. There's a speaker there, but there's also a jet of, of, of soothing foam. He gets shut off at one point, right? Yep. Leia shuts him off, I think. Uh Chewbacca. Wait. Yeah. Sure. Sure sh- shuts him off later yeah, too. Yeah. But in the Falcon. And yeah. guess what? We still don't see his goddamned hands. <sighs> we don't. Although I, I have to admit, I wonder how much time passed because you know Chewbacca has three PO's parts later in the film. Next time we see 3PO, he's partially assembled. Mm. Those mitts and all those wires and all that crazy shit. This movie could have been an epic if we had to really wait in real time for Chewbacca to get anything done with those stupid hands.
3: Um, all right. So the base is attacked. Yeah. Yeah. And our heroes in the ensuing battle. Well, we have to I guess that Luke's out there with Dak <laughs> for a while. And who who was the guy in the last movie that was barely in it? Uh, what was his name again? Porkins? No, the his friend Biggs. Biggs, yeah. So this is his. This is the new. Uh, this is the new Biggs. It gets no screen time,
2: except when he's about to die. <laughs> does he die though? He 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 does not make it. I, I, I have it on good authority. Uh, I knew somebody named Dak in he, high school. Oh, that's a huge mistake. mm Hmm. Um. But before that, we get to see Vader's chamber for the first time. We do. That was a very. Uh, did they ever make a toy of that? I'm sure they had to have. I didn't have it. But they uh, did. They ever make a figure he can lift his helmet off? Probably yes, right. Yeah, they did. Well, they did the Anakin Skywalker figure. Spoiler, yeah. guys, uh, he turns out to be Anakin. Um, that part
3: haunted me when I was a kid. The back they of should, his head. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, how how messed up he looked. Because that was before we really knew anything about him, right? So it was like. You didn't really know what was under there. You certainly didn't know it was somebody that was that just super injured. Like they haven't they hadn't talked about that yet, had right.
2: they?
3: Yeah. And so I was like and then I was you know, he looked you know, later in Jedi it looks ridiculous,
2: but here it just looked very strange, right. you know. And I love he has the most cute hologram in this movie. He does. When well, he's yeah. appearing on the dashboard of General Veers' little cutie. Oh, that that Vader three-quarters perspective hologram is is to be written home about. And then we have my, one of my favorite lines in the series. Good shot, mm. Jansen! Is it Jansen? Yeah. I thought it was Jackson. No, it's Jansen. It's Good it shot, Jansen! Jansen. Yeah. It's this nice encouragement. It is nice. And then, yeah, and then Dak does disappear off the planet. Luke tries to rescue him in his defense, mm-hmm. and then he decides, better not. He's about to get crushed and he has to
3: leave. And and Dak, it was not, you know, at that point is electrocuted. Yeah. You don't know if he's really dead yet. Luke does not sure either.
2: He was also, I think, shot by a laser.
3: That's what it it looked like. But it looks like he gets electrocuted in there, sort of. And so, but his, uh, he's definitely dead for sure when he gets smashed into the ground by the ATAT. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, Luke doesn't take, he doesn't take kindly
2: to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, because he spends the rest of the film talking about Dak. Oh, he doesn't. He's never brought up again. <laughs> he zips, but he does the
3: he does his grappling hook thing or whatever the, and he zips on up, um, which is the cutest. <laughs> it's the cutest little toy zipping up to the you know. It just it just looks so cute, and then he he uh, throws a little he you know uses his lightsaber, throws a little hand grenade in there, um, and blows up the big,
2: adat. Technically, I, I'd say thermal detonator, but, you know. Is it a thermal detonator? But the, I, there's something I, I really enjoyed. Did you notice the bashful way the ATATs ats leg kicks before it falls down? No, it, but I did notice it was missing a toenail. <laughs> it's almost like it's a little ingenue, <clears throat> that AT-AT. A little bashful, a little shy, and then it, it succumbs. But it, Are you trying to
3: say that you think the at are graceful? No, I, I think that the adats ats are, are bashful
2: yeah I that is a beautiful zoom. <laughs> Did you notice the scene where okay, so obviously they win. Um, the scene where Luke is getting into his x wing, the cockpit, the canopy mm. when he lifts it up, you can see the reflection of completely clear and sunny skies and then it's snow everywhere else. Oh no, yeah, it's really cool. it was the there's like some cloudy sunny like some cloudy clean blue skies. Oh, I didn't
3: notice this. Mm-mm. Well, that's on Irvin Kirschner. Yep. Doesn't it? Yep. Um, <clears throat> do you think that the ads are the greatest Star
2: Wars toy ever created? That's a lot to ask of somebody without any sort of... I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but... But I'm going to say no for sure. Really? Yeah.
3: I mean, I, I think when... <laughs> I was so excited to see those damn things in the store... I remember saying, hey, maybe I'll get one of these, Santa. Nope. Yep. Uh, uh, so, I mean, I remember I asked Santa for an ad at-, at, and he hooked me up with a Twitter account back then. It was just so fucked up, you know? <laughs> so that's why I'm at, at on uh, Twitter. Yeah. And certainly don't, don't cut that joke out. It's mm-hmm. so good. Um, Imperial troops surrounded the. Cr- so good. What do you think
2: of the clan troopers, uh, snow snow troopers? Still, I mean, you know, I try they, to. They, I, I try to. I don't have any. You know, I, I kind of mute them on my Facebook feed. <laughs> you kind of do. They um, but they
3: don't. They sh- that's what I'm talking about. That's an example of a that they're like. Well, we're going to make a toy of this.
2: They don't have much to do other than that. They, right? they love sh- setting up. Tripods. That's their fucking that's yeah. their you know that's they take days off just to set tripods up. Like do but they, I did earn per, personal days.
3: I do like the that's a tradition, you know, just like um I have a bad feeling about this shows up in all the Star Wars films. They tweak the stormtroopers in every Star Wars film, and I, I enjoy that too. I always like that they what do they do in at, Return of the Jedi. They were on the didn't they weren't they on the motorbikes or oh, the, the, the scout scout troopers, right, right. yeah.
2: Although Rogue One owns that. They, they did the best with that. So you try to own me on Return of the Jedi. I came up with the answer right away? No, I asked you a so, question because I was curious, and then I remembered. You weren't
3: curious. I could tell you are skeptical, and you were you couldn't wait to criticize, but yeah. I came up with the right answer. Like rub your face in it like dog mm-hmm. poopy. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, when 3PO runs up the ramp of the Millennium Falcon, he's, he's looking like a little cutie? Yeah, cute as a button. Yeah, remember he keeps thinking he's gonna get left behind because yeah. nobody likes him. Yeah, but they but they don't leave him behind. Well, on bestman, on uh, bestman, re- he's disregarded somewhat. But yes, no, they they still chew back, takes a quick look, and is like, ah, eh, whatever. But Leia in particular is concerned about him. Yeah, Han isn't necessarily concerned about, him, but yeah. Leia is. What do you think of Leia's hair loops in this? That's also a, a difference from the... I am mean, indifferent
2: to them. I love them. Um, the, uh, do you notice that this film has two almost identical shots of Luke crashing into things? Cockpit uh-uh. POVs. Uh-uh. Yeah, Snowspeeder and X-Wing into the swamp when he goes to visit Mr. Yoda. And it's funny because obviously... Uh, you know, they go to Dagobah. I mean, that's a big one, right? They go there. And... Uh, they go. Some some big shit goes down. R2 and Luke. Yes. Everybody knows.
3: Do you love their relationship as much as I do? Yeah, yeah. They have such a cute little relationship. Yeah. That's why I love that scene in Last Jedi, because they get they actually get to have
2: a little nice moment together. Yeah but they're very sweet in this. Well, you could see the chemistry between um Mark Hamill and Kenny Baker in Spades. Hamill's very good at acting with with uh
3: I guess that he had a tough time with those Dagobah scenes, but he's very good with Luke with, I'm sorry, with Yoda. Yeah, he absolutely is. He's he's great. And you know, obviously Frank Oz is amazing as Yoda. Yoda is such a special creep. He is. Yeah. I mean, he's incredible. And apparently Lucas loved him so much. You heard about this? No. He, he pushed for Oz to get an Academy award. He like spent all his money, like the studio wouldn't do it. So he spent his own money trying to get, Frank Oz, uh, nominated for, you know, at least considered for an Academy Award. Yeah. a campaign form. And, uh, they said that I uh, said, Frank Oz could care less, but the Academy, um, you know, was just, well, he's a puppet, you know, that's not, we're not doing this.
2: And I think Lucas is right. He is great in this movie. Yeah, I mean, how, how, ple- how is that different from the empty vessel that is Daniel day Lewis? Like he's just a fucking puppet for, you know, his shit. You ever meet that guy? He's fucking rock shit. I have met him. Yeah. Quite yeah. a few times. Yeah. yeah. Calm day. Cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I wrote this. R- R2 is trying to dodge Yovid. I don't know why. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? I, you stepped on. I was about to go with, uh, Um. did you know that? His full name is Daniel Dagobat Lewis. <laughs> That's where I was going. to <laughs> He cut me off with better what? <laughs>
2: what's you? What, what's you go it? I, I guess it's when they're having their little skirmish.
3: All right, so Luke crash like he and he. The best is Luke, The worst scenes, which I still love, is Luke going O oh, R two. Why are we here? You know that kind oh, of. Oh, there's just some. There's some. Uh, yeah. But he, had, in his defense, he has to he has to get it like that's the script. But he does he has to talk to himself. Yeah,
2: but know? he does rock the ready for some power. What's that? We, we get to see that. him recharge R two in this movie, and he asks him if he's ready for some power before he that's sticks in R in R tits. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a cute thing to say. Anyway, as soon as they land, crash land into the swamp, and um, don't forget the dragon snake. Yeah. What what that tries to swallow r two or does. Yeah. But anyway, R2, what I love is that he falls in the water, uh, you know, head over ass or whatever, yeah. tumbles in the water, and then he has fun down in the swamp. <laughs> he's having a blast down there. And I like the
2: fact that he's got a periscope. I didn't realize that saying. his
3: antenna it's, is a periscope. It's incredible that he has a periscope and he cause there's cause Luke's concerned. He's so afraid that he's gonna lose R2 and that he's damaged, but R2's A who knew underwater capabilities? He's fine. And uh B that he's having a blast. He has like he's like whistling
2: under, under there. But now do you think he's got his feet on the ground or is, does he have like a little like a little skimming motor, like a little trolling I, motor back? Such there? Such a good question. I I'm
3: I'm gonna go for the motor. Yeah. But he but his celebration, his underwater celebration is short lived. Yeah. Because he gets swallowed by a what did you call it? It's called a dragon snake. And it does not like what it tastes. Yeah. Which is Uh, good. Good for him. R2 doesn't have any uh, intestines. Doesn't have any meat. Doesn't have any blood. And he spits. Although, does he? That's a huge zoom. Does R2 have, does he have meat?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I never thought about it. If he, he has, like, there's like a, just a real shitty, like, spleen in there for no reason. Like there's or he like gets one organ in there just for shits and giggles.
3: But yeah, he gets, he gets, he gets spat out onto the shore of the swamp. I think that's the term. Yeah. And uh, Luke is very uh, concerned and, and and happy that his friend is not um gone
2: for good. Yeah. But then he's like, why are we here? You know? Yeah. And then he's talking to himself, which it was just it set up Yoda's entrance. Really? I guess mm-hmm. that's why he's talking out loud. Yeah. The delightful Yoda shows up, and
3: Yoda rolls in, uh, and
2: he's
3: he's having he's 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 having a prank. He's having fun. He's uh, having a goof. Yeah, and he's acting like a, which is my favorite version of Yoda. He's acting like a grabby little, uh <laughs> Smurf or yeah. something. Yeah. You know,
2: he's just a, eating the food. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's I digging mean, through Luke's shit. There is nothing cuter though in his butt when he is rummaging through Luke's shit and throwing stuff, his little butt up in the air. Mm-hmm. No cure to Yoda. I know. Luke is like, Oh my God, what is this idiot doing? And, and, and he plays with the flat.
3: He's enamored with Luke's little pen light. Yep. He can't get enough of it. Yeah. And you're like, and so Luke's like, who is this idiot? You know, I'm looking for Yoda. And then Yoda plays along. He's like, Oh, I'll, I'll take you to him. But first let me, uh, you know, upend your camp.
2: Well,, uh, and th- th- there is a problem. Jerry Lewis is around the camp he really does and that was improvised on the day. what that scene like Yoda what there, none of that was in the script. Are you serious? Absolutely. and then Frank, like they they were they were on the set. they had to they had to give it more, and uh, so they that that scene actually came together during the day. It's kind of cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. I didn't know that yep mm-hmm. um, and it's funny because you know, obviously we've established Lucas on Dagobah with Yoda. We don't know he's Yoda necessarily at that point, point. Um, and but the, see that's your favorite Yoda. My favorite Yoda is when he turns it on, turns on the yeah, real Yoda. That's my he Kaiser
3: Soze's. That's what you think is your favorite. That's my favorite Yoda, In and this, he starts walking straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised he didn't throw the cane into the swamp. And he's like, "Guess what, motherfucker?
2: You, mean the, the, you know the Gilmer stick, the Gilmer stick. <laughs> I'm calling it. G- is that what it's." Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Don't you remember the action figure came with a snake to wrap around his neck and the Gimmer stick for him to hold up. Don't you dare ask me if I remember, if I remember
3: he comes with an orange snake that wraps around his neck. That you used to pick your teeth. I hope. Cause I did. Of course I, but I use, I, I use Yoda's ears to pick my teeth. I didn't need the, the snake. Yeah. But you know, Yoda had a real robe. Like he had, his action figure had
2: some, uh, yeah. Details. And his legs uh, yeah, that, that he had like the Ben Kenobi where they, ended up, he, you didn't get to, yeah. you didn't get to move legs. You had to move legs and oh. all the clothing that were just mm-hmm. like Ben had the, his leg wasn't just a leg. You had cloak, you had a piece of this and a piece of that. It was like this clump. Yeah.
3: He had like a melt. His feet were like kind of melted like yeah, swamp like. They just yeah. cut
2: the, They yeah, they cut that misshapen thing into a form that worked for them. But they didn't you know one thing they didn't get right with the action figure and
3: Yoda's very haunched over and hobbling, like he's you know what I'm saying he's got he's got a little bit of a hunchback thing going on. They didn't do that in the action figure. He's just kind of standing straight and little. I still love him though.
2: And his doe eyes aren't very well represented mm-hmm. in the figure, although there's a scene where he looks like he's stoned out of his fucking mind in this movie. So Yoda plays it, he's like
3: just so cute and being silly and old and doddering, and then all of a sudden he's just he's training Luke. And he's just well, he's nitpicking him, man. He's
2: just, yeah, he's just ripping Luke the whole movie. He's not. He's smart. He's doing everything right. Um, and then they <laughs> cut, they cut to the the Empire. Oh yeah, yeah. Where we where they have intercut Mister Ian McDarmid as Palpatine into his conversation. With, it bothers you. Bothers the shit out of me so much so that I went and rewatched the original version of it, mm-hmm. which is embarrassing to look at. It's bad. It it looks like somebody tried to clone robert mitchum um well it's a it's a woman that it's plays a woman that. that plays him but it the face looks like robert mitchum
3: but why why is it bad and do you so you don't
2: like that they replaced it but you still don't like the original what no what's, it, it's what's your issue it, it's super creepy actually the original yeah it's creepy it's weird uh and ian mcdarmond who i like not always the the most subtle creature on the planet. I just didn't need it at the time. You know they they hadn't cast Ian McDiarmid as as the Emperor in From Return of the Jedi, so I understand it. But I kind of yeah. liked how weird that was. He's a good get, though. That guy, he's been good in the movies. Very subtle. Um, and Yoda cooks a meal for Luke, and Luke says, "I'm sure it's delicious." <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all. The stuff
3: that Yoda's rummaging around, rummaging around in Luke, Luke has like a box of food. It looks, that looks pretty delicious. Did you, I never really looked in there before, but he's got a bunch of like tubes of food. Yeah. looks like beef jerky in there, but everything is kind of like a cylinder. Yeah. I don't know if there's a pixie stick in there or what, but he's got, you know, and, and as soon he takes the food away from Yoda, it's, because it's, Yoda's chewing on one. It's a nutrient stick is what nutrient stick. Yeah. And, then he throw, and then he
2: throws it. Yeah. Like, uh, He's, He's like disgusted. He skeeves Yoda. I mean, we, we've proven that, that he skeeves mm-hmm. Yoda. <laughs> Just let him eat it. Yeah. You're going to throw it away, yep. Luke. Yeah. That took me out. That took me out of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and during all of this, obviously, uh, the the, Re- the rebel forces have escaped Hoth. And the Millennium Falcon is now, um, contains Mr. Chewbacca, Han Solo, Leia, PO. They are having shenanigans of their own. They are, yeah. They they are uh, dodging COVID, but also dodging asteroids. They set up. They just set up shop in this giant asteroid. Well, they hide first. They hide on the Imperial destroyer, whatever they hide. They
3: whatever that thing is called, the Millennium Falcon. They they uh, to escape.
2: They that was later. That's later. Is it? That's no. It's before the asteroids. Nope. Yeah, because they. Oh, it is. It is later. Yep. When the they when the trash gets dumped later. Really? Yep. So what happened? The, the, oh, that's right. Because then
3: Boba Fett knows. What right. They're doing. So,
2: so they go and they're in this cab, and then we get we get some really nice little banter, some more repair work, which I'm sure turns you on, and some romance, a little bit yeah. of romance, um, which is really, I think the romance is made even more powerful by the fact this they're having romance inside of a worm. <laughs> well, let me say this about the kissing scene. So this is where they kiss, right? Finally. Yeah.
3: It's a great scene. I got nothing else to add. I love that scene. Yep. And then guess who? Guess who walks in? The best. messing the kiss up. Yeah. Three PO. Of course. He's, he's of, course. A, of course. he's splashing suffering. cold water on the sitch. I am yeah. capable of blocking cock in four hundred
2: different ways.
3: And um, I like that whole sequence because it just feels like a horror film. Like it's it's scary a little bit. When he and the thing here. When he uh when you know Leia's in the ship and that thing, that little weird what are they knocks Very I
2: they were cool in my memory. They suck jump scares. suck it's in a execution. Jump, oh come on. It looks so they, they're so badly made. it got a good name though. Yeah. So
3: um Han shoots the he starts to suspect that things aren't as they seem, and he shoots the ground. <laughs> And it upsets the
2: worm. He's pretty sure that we're in a mouth at this point. Yeah, he thinks point. they
3: might be in a worm and confirms it by shooting yeah. the worm. And then the worm gets mad
2: and starts to try to digest them. The worm the closes. Yeah. She I love that yeah. scene. I love that scene. I love The that. caves collapsing yeah. or something. Yeah. That shot of them just narrowly escaping it. That is a cute little huge asteroid creature. Yeah, absolutely. And you know
3: what's it called? Do you know? No. But he's sweet.
2: Yeah, I want to think how him. they find that. Like, are, Do they float around in space till so they could find a place to nestle? Do they live inside rock? I don't understand how those guys get in there. I'd like to oh. think that they actually are, are kind of hitchhiking through space until they find a nice asteroid. Like hermit crabs, you know, or like a little fucking... It, it does have, I guess, a, yeah, its shell as an asteroid? Mm, I don't yeah. know. It's a fucking sweetheart, though. It is, and then we go back to Yoda being a backpack, which is so
3: cute. Yoda being a backpack might be my favorite thing in any of these films, all nine of them, plus Rogue One and Solo. And so, well, but I'm just trying to think of the original, yeah, because because Rogue One kind of piggybacks on the originals but, a little bit by being the first. What makes the I'm
2: Yoda from. backpack sequence so enchanting? <laughs> is the fact that Frank Oz and Luke are having a huge conversation during all this. And there is, there is obviously no puppeteering happening. It's just a object strapped to Mark Hamill. And it is, it makes my happy even harder. (laughs) You know, and like
3: I said before, and I'll, I'll take it to my grave, Nick, Mark Hamill acts his ass off in the scenes with Yoda. He's so good at it. Yep. He did something. He just, there's something
2: about acting with that puppet that just brings out the best. Yep, You know, I, lo- I love that. And that puppet was almost not, the designs that they had leading up to that could have really been catastrophic. Did they base it? Oh, here's what threw me off. This is a Zoom. I didn't,
3: maybe it's because it's, I was watching the Blu-ray, but Yoda has some, um, an amazing amount of ear hair. Total, like, total tremendous ear hair. But like black ear hair. So he's got gray hair. Yeah. But his ear hair is black. Yeah, he has got nuts ear, ear hair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it almost uncutes Yoda just a smidge. Yeah, you should see. But, you you know, should see him down, down there. That's an old man problem. I get it. Yeah, you know, you get you let your ear head your ear hair run wild. Yeah,
2: but you know, I think he, would I don't know, do something about it. Yeah, primp up a little bit, knowing that he's going to have guests. He doesn't know.
3: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's concerning. And Luke, ne- what I—that's one thing I love about Luke—never brings it up.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the also the fact that he's some disgusting little species that he's never seen. <laughs> Here's my least favorite thing about the whole movie: it takes okay. place on Dagoba. The use of actual earth animals, snakes, snakes, iguanas. Yeah, you didn't. This is this is a series where the limits of your imagination are, are the limits of the film, right? Mm-hmm. You have puppets. You've got stop motion rudimentary, you know, models and whatnot, do not throw a fucking, just a boring snake out there. Don't draw, make an iguana walk around and try to sell this swampland. It's it's goofy as shit. Huge mistake. You know, like, seeing, there's a lot of snakes in this. Yeah, yeah there's a handful. But, there's not, <coughs> and there, there are no other actual animals in this film. In any of these films. Any of them. So, the that Mark now? Mark Hamill got bit by one of those
3: snakes. Well, they weren't poisonous, but he when he was pulling, one of the takes when he's pulling a snake off of a, of his uh, his uh, X-wing. Really? Um,
2: Did it, it bite him in it, the face a thousand times <laughs> before filming? It bit him, Nick. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Did you think it was a callback to the Garden of Eden? <laughs> no. All the snake stuff, all the snake play in that? Do you think that was uh, Lucas kind of giving a wink to old
2: biblical scholars?
3: You know what I'm saying?
2: No. And then the scene, the sh- one of the shortest scenes in the entire film that may be the mon- one with the most uh, fallout. Okay. The bounty hunters standing there. We're introduced to the bounty hunters. How much mileage did they get out of that tiny, tiny scene? I remember having a book. That just had a picture that because you know in the movie it was
3: just so tantalizing. You saw all these cool bad guys, but it was such a glimpse, such a quick glimpse. Um, but they had a book where they had a long, like a long shot, like a two-page shot of all of them standing there, and you're and you're uh, you could finally just really dig in, you know, and look in. Yeah, pick, pick your favorite. You
2: know, mm-hmm. look upon. Who was your favorite? I mean, it was you know, it had to be Boba Fett, but. I, I wouldn't kick Dengar out of bed. You know, Zuka's, you know, Forlam, they're all great. But, My favorite always boss. Yeah. How about them feet? Why are bossed. his feet hanging over the side of the rail? It's, it's such so a weird rude. thing. It's so rude. It's rude. And he actually gets
3: some, he has a line in this movie. That may be an ad. I don't remember if that was actually the did, first, because I never
2: remembered that. Yeah. And I also remember Boba's Fett voice being so odd. Well, they. They changed it. It used to be Jeremy Bullock, and then they made it uh, the guy that played him in the prequels. Oh, they changed I it. Think I think well, that's him. Well, because it does sound, is he from New Zealand? Yeah. So but it I does think, have that accent. That, I think that is one, of, that wasn't in 96. I think they changed that way, way later after the prequels to uh, uh, our boy from- uh, That's too
3: bad, because I th- I remember Boba Fett's voice being uh, memorable, and I think this, I didn't
2: like the the voice here for some reason. I'm not going to argue with you. I agree. Yeah. And then the best line in the entire movie happens shortly after, yeah. right, during the training sequence. Okay. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. Best line. Yeah, yeah. Best line in the whole movie. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's said by Luke, right? Said by Yoda. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> now, if it was it's Luke, said by our two, like, right, subtitled, <laughs> Luke would be like, "Oh, come on, man! <laughs> Fucking puss, piece of shit." Um, the way he goes, you want the impossible.
3: He sucks. No, he doesn't. He's great. He's, he's like, you know, he's, uh, he's brash. He's immature. He is confused. Mark Hamill became a good actor. He sucks as an actor in the Star Wars. He does not suck in this. I disagree. I love him in this. And it's not because I love the character. I think he has some really good moments in this, but you're right. He, like I said, I I really do believe his performance in Last
2: Jedi is 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 the the best he's ever been. He's yeah, so and, good. And, and you can't you don't know how much of it's George. Like the scene where he's leaving Dagobah, the dialogue is awful. It's rushed, and I just assume that's Lucas saying faster, more intense, even though he didn't direct the movie. But the stuff with,
3: I mean, Yoda's dialogue is fantastic. I mean, and and uh, the stuff that you know, it's just so resonant, and or I don't know. And then they have that. They leave you that little teaser when Luke, you know, leaves, and he says, uh, "You know, Obi Wan says he's our last hope," and Yoda's like, "No, there is another." Now, who did you think they were talking about? Did you even remember that he said that yeah, back then? Of course. Are you kidding? Well, he, it gets overshadowed by a later revelation.
2: Actually, I don't remember if Ben said that in the original version. maybe he doesn't. Ben doesn't say Assume it. Yoda it. says there's another. Right, yeah. right. But assuming. Assuming uh, it's it's original dialogue, I do I do know who he was referring to. Who? The (laughs) Minok.
3: I mean, I guess he's referring to Leia, right? Yeah, of course. And he says there is another, and it's the opposite of brother, sister. It's a sister. Oh, uh, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. It's a sister, Leia. Yeah. And Obi Wan's already. Guinness is already offset. He's already cashing that check. Yeah. I think Guinness got like percentage of the movie. The, the he didn't even thing get like is, a check.
2: Obi Wan is the one who takes those kids and and spreads them around the galaxy to keep them safe, and he drops a false bomb where he's like, "That boy is our last hope." So he Obi Wan is a fucking car crash man. He's
3: like Loomis in the Halloween series. Yeah, he he sounds good, but in everything he says is
2: fucking wrong. And, and Yoda's like, "Loomis beings, are you?" <laughs> oh my God he
0: uh
3: yeah and you know yoda said yoda is like more intelligent he does know he does know better yeah. although he can't keep luke on dagobah that's just one thing he has to do and he can't do it because luke god yeah. bless him he no he doesn't suck he he can't leave his friends in jeopardy even though yoda's like look it's for the greater good if you stay here uh you know your friends might die but you know that's in doesn't really matter but that it
2: does matter it's everything to luke and and, and, he can't let that go yeah and yoda even made him go into the dark side tree and have a a fever dream to keep him there still that freaked that freaked me out when i was a kid huge just
3: just seeing hamill's face again you're right because he decaps darth and then his face is in there as confused as a little boy i was confused right and my son said to me like today he asked me about that scene and he said uh he said um was that luke's head in there and i go I have no idea. I, I, I couldn't tell you. No,
2: yeah. but he did. He was confused a little bit, too. Um, Now, that's a huge... Did you miss that they never made a Vader figure with the face Luke on underneath? Yeah, like a, a Vader figure we could detach the head? Just a face, faceplate. What would be even better is if you had a, like a little lever on the back of his head and you could slide hmm. a little lever and, and Luke... Lever's good. Fat Lever from, you know, basketball. It's little cute faces under there, all painted two-dimensionally, though, not three-dimensional face. Um, Like a Lego face, Luke, underneath (laughs) the normal Darth Vader. It does look weird,
3: uh, you know, and uh, what do you think of the way they filmed that scene? It's very eerie. Yeah, it's it's great, because Irvin Kirshner is great. What did you think of, um, so what do you think of the scene when Luke's about to leave and he's kind of torn? And uh, he's like, "Well, my friend's dying." Yoda's like, "I'm not sure." And Luke says, "Will Lobot die?" And Yoda said, "Probably." And he—that's the light. Luke z-
2: zips out of there. I have to admit, this film is filled with haunting images. <laughs> the most haunting might be when Lobot's eyes open. <laughs> yeah, because you realize he's just like, yeah, he's like looking a little too Fred Ward for my liking. <laughs>
3: Is Lobot? Did that actor still around? Did you look him up? He has to be. I hope he has so. to be gone. Yeah, right? I hope so. It'd be awesome if they would have in the last, Rise of the Skywalker they they kicked it over to it and there's an old Lobot flying one of those things. I love know? that
2: he was basically Lando's Apple Newton. Yeah, he was his. He's just yeah. He was his little data. His little data. This
3: just like it's just like a it's like a robot joke. Like what they just like Lobot. What are they doing? Well, obviously, there's a very dense
2: backstory to this that they've created. Well, yeah. The
3: thing is, like, it's such a throwaway, and I've I've
2: never forgotten it since I saw the film. Like, I think about Lobot once a week. I don't blame you. Yeah. Which is so sad that they used that name then, because that would have been the perfect name for Arthur d 2 Because Kenny Baker's in it. They made a Lobot figure. Did you have it? Of fucking course, I had it with his... <laughs> Beautifully flared arms, his puffy ass arms. He did. He had everybody in Bespin has like flowing stuff. It's yeah. like a, even Lando, it's like they could have used those modes for the what we do in the shadows figures. Yeah, <laughs> Lando, by the way, are we getting are we are we going in order? Let's go to Bespin Yeah, so Lando has Billy been. D. Is, go, ahead. No, go ahead. I'm waiting for the sex appeal.
3: No, Billy, he's fantastic in this. I forgot how good he is, of course he is. I just never, I just forgot how great he is in this movie, and he's funny, and he's just like, yeah. Instantly, you could tell him and Han have a history. It's just, he's just great. Kids are going nuts upstairs.
2: Did you notice the DNA chandelier in Lando's in the room that Lando has them staying in? No. Yeah. Big time. Like double helix type. Yep. Looks just like some
3: DNA strands. It's beautiful. I didn't know. I didn't notice. Um. Oh, we didn't talk about, you know, what do you think of the scene with Lo... I mean that's amazing when Yoda lifts the X-wing up. Yeah, whatever. Is that your favorite? But is that your favorite? Not even close.
2: <sighs> we get no? it. He's he's powerful. We get it.
3: He looks like he it took everything out of him to do that though. He he is it it, it nails him. Mm-hmm. It, that move nails him. And I guess he dies from it cuz next time you see him He's an almost ghost, right? I don't think so. Yeah, Luke goes to visit him, and he's dying. That's in a different movie. Yeah, Return of the Jedi, but but then, he remember, he says, I shouldn't have lifted that fucking X-Wing out of the swamp. <laughs> it did me in. Yeah, actually, you know, if you really wanted Luke to stay, maybe mm-hmm. just don't lift that X-Wing out. <laughs> well, it has to be his decision, Nick. Yeah, you could have forced put it back in the swamp. You're right. Yeah, You get it out if you want
2: to leave so bad, Luke. You probably have to levitate R2 on top of it, too. Luke's like, hey, while you're at it, can you put R2 on top? (laughs) Yeah, well, he gets suctioned up there, I think, right? Yoda's like, he's he's like, yeah, I'll move him up there. You're not leaving, are you? You're not packing up your astromech droid into his hole to pilot the ship away, are you? No, I just need him to go up there and look for like like a... A package of bacon up there. He's like, he's Yoda's in the engine fixing things, getting the water out. He's like, you want me to reconnect set, your, wires? Uh, let me set your course for you? <laughs> he, he tells him a shortcut to Cloud City.
3: Cloud City's been uh, upgraded. That's the biggest yeah. change in this, it seems, is that they added more to it, and I don't like it that much. I don't either. What do you think? Is that shot of the city people? That's got to be new, right? I hate it. I think so, but it just, or, it looks like, it definitely looks like the Phantom Menace yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, and I just, I, you know, I, before it was just what, a couple of little towers in the sky. Yeah. Now it's
2: a huge city. Yeah. I don't need it. Well, especially if it's small, it's so small that the empire doesn't notice it. You know? Yeah. That was pretty rocking. Look like, you know, that was a rocking place. Yeah. Everybody's all fashion, you know, everything great. Everybody's wearing Easy, easy access clothes, man. They could screw. Yeah. So let me tell you, Lando betrays his friends. You know, mm-hmm. he uh, Vader beat him to the punch. It's, a, it's an innocent mistake and it can happen. But there is a scene that I want desperately. Okay. So they go to dinner. Door opens. Vader's there. St- he steals Han's gun. Boba Fett's there. And then the doors close as they sit down for a meal or whatever may be happening. There, uh-huh. you know that there is a conversation between all those characters that happened between then and when the torture happens. Right. I want that scene so bad. I want I to know what, what Vader said. I want to know what Boba said. I want to know that what kind of banter Leia and Han had with those guys. What Chewbacca's role in this was. That is the ultimate scene that, in Star Wars. Do you think that they broke bread? So I'm hoping. I think. Ch- you think that they ate? I think it'd be great if they broke bread and it turns out there was an alien. Oh shit. I, 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 it was that, I thought that role was a, a, a delight and it was a. I imagine that maybe Darth Vader put like a straw up under his
3: mask or something. Like how does he, he's not take. he's right. not eating. Yeah. you We never see him eat in these films. Did you notice that? Yeah. What if he has like two little lightsaber, lightsaber chopsticks that he uses? I think it'd be great if that little, what was that chamber you're talking about earlier? Yeah. When they, uh, the guy's looking at it when it's, it's opening up and he's got a huge 12 inch dick sub sandwich. Oh, okay. Just, or just going to town on it. Yeah. It's a a Ewok on pumpernickel or something. I don't know how, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it's, we don't, we don't see Vader eat. And that's something that I actually wrote to Lucas as a young man. Yeah. I said, what does Vader eat? Mr. George Lucas, and he wrote back, "Fuck you." Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not cool.
2: Um, I so think it would be great the- if we discovered that that behind that trap door in his chest is a small microwave, so he he, he you know, you hear a little ding in the mm-hmm. on the Death Star, and then Vader opens his chest up and takes a couple of muffins out, <laughs> hands it to hands it to a few privates. Uh, Your food so- is warm with the force.
3: C three PO lasts about five minutes on Cloud City before it gets
2: blown uh, to pieces. Yeah, um, and I I, I think I, it's this time I realized it was stormtroopers that shot him. Well, no, I
3: it, it's almost like they, yeah, they they kind of go back and you hear more of the conversation. They kind of cheat a little bit um, when you 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 know he got shot, but you you don't hear anything before he gets shot. You just hear him, right. and so. But anyway, I was upset. I remember being upset in this when uh, I was worried about three PO because you know I like three PO, especially as a kid. My my kids love him. I know that we kind of got annoyed at him, but
2: you know he's out of place, Nick. Yeah, he sucks. He uh he, he he's he's funny. There, you know, he's got some stuff doing this. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, he gets destroyed, and Chewbacca has to. You know, there's some banter that happens before he becomes a backpack. Um, mm-hmm. Cute. But
3: what do you think of that wall bench? So they torture Han. I love the wall bench. And then the wall bench comes out, that black slick wall bench that, you know, Leia lays Han on or Han
2: on or whatever. And what do you think? of? It? You loved it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still love it. Yeah. It doesn't look comfortable, though. I think it's the only uh, until the prequels, the only beds we see in Star Wars. Right. Well, Ch- yeah, Leia's it, on a bench in the first film, but. We don't see them actually taking a little nap at at any given moment.
3: You don't really see beds until like, I think this, uh, they certainly have a bed in. um, Attack of the clones is loaded with beds. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I was disappointed when the beds started showing up in Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that, that, that bench, you call it a bed. You think it's a bed that comes out of the wall? I think it might be. It's a long, it's, it's too long to be a, a seat. It's a classic argument, better bench, you know, Yeah. classic empire argument. Yeah.
2: Let's take it to the fans. What is it guys? (laughs) Yeah. The, uh, that whole, that whole, that whole scene is delicious though. Where, where, where Lando is trying to help things. He gets punched. Uh, Han is confused. Uh, we find out that Boba Fett and, and Vader have an arrangement and yeah, then, we find out that uh, that the Han was tortured, and they didn't even ask him a question. Yeah. We, we find like, out that the Ugnaughts yeah. are not nearly as well created uh, as I remember them in my memory. Some pretty shoddy masks on those individuals. Maybe one, maybe
3: the, Yeah, some of the worst Star Wars figures come from this period, this set, these scenes. Which you get the Bespin guards, you get the Ugnots,
2: which I certainly had not Ugnot. I had a, a, at least three. Yeah, and why? Well, you know, what you need is you need things that look a little bit. uh, See, I I don't know. You just need ugly ass bitches. Well, they were, you know,
3: I forgot they were just kind of these uh, worker bees around Bestman City, but I forgot they were also tinkering with the carbonite. They were responsible for the carbonite machine, I think is what they call it. You have to love
2: the the, the idea that Kazan must have said, hey, George, maybe they play catch with his head. What the fuck? Huh.
3: Yeah, because Chewie goes in there and he starts grabbing up body parts. He goes into their little uh, lair. They play and keep he starts... away from Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. And they do keep away with his head, you're right. And uh, Larry Kasdan, you thought he had some advice for that scene?
2: I would guess. I mean, I, I, that sounds like something he would do. And he's like, uh, so what is this uh, direction? Is he Is talking about the wall bench? Um, so... I got super zoomed when I was watching the carbonite sequence. Oh yeah. Cause they keep cutting to Carrie Fisher looking identical to Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, from um, you
3: talking about from Enola Holmes.
2: Yeah. They favor, the actress each, other. From they
3: favor each other a little stranger bit. Stranger things. Well, I didn't see that. I, you know, one thing I forgot was I forgot that they were testing it for, cause they were planning for old Luke to get in there. I I forgot that they were just testing it on solo to see if it would work. Uh, that's
2: weird because they do. There's plenty of dialogue that says that. I just forgot it. But uh, Hans, uh, Harrison Ford, uh, yeah,
3: delivering some incredible stuff here. Yeah, Harrison towards Ford the end point, towards the end of his scenes in this movie. Um, and apparently, I I did read in the trivia that they left it ambiguous because they just didn't think. They weren't sure that Harrison Ford was gonna come back for the third one. He did not sign the contract at, like the other two mains did, and Yoda.
2: And then Lucas Lucas had his finishing move ready when mm-hmm. the negotiations came for a turn. The Jetty says, So do you wanna do you wanna act next to teddy bears <laughs> with small people in them? And, and and that pen has never moved faster into Harrison Ford's hand. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so you think it was a lot of bluster huh yeah uh um, yeah. so here's something that, that i've never noticed also luke shows up right he's coming to mm-hmm. save the day in mm-hmm. disgusting clothes smelly stained dagobah encrusted awful clothes so mm-hmm. i had this thing he's he's got to smell so nightmarish when he r- arrives on bestman maybe he could mm-hmm. costume change yeah, fair enough. He is disgusting moving around on that fucking death on that planet. How do you feel about yeah. the guy holding the ice cream maker? Everybody's all obsessed with. I did I just did, did see it this time.
3: I've only ever seen stills from it. I never even never stuck out to me. But I did notice it. Did you know there's a piece of trivia in this? I don't know if you ever heard it. Um when Han Solo is about to get zapped by Carbonite Frozen. Carrie Fisher says, I love you and Harrison Ford, you know, improvised. I know. Did you know that that? No. But did you also know whenever Darth Vader said she does, that was also an improv. You didn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you didn't remember that? No, I did like where, where, where him and Bo, Boba share, a, 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 like a glance, like, Oh, Um, and the Ugnaughts, they're like they I, little subtitles. Should we freeze them now? I'm having doubts. Yeah, no. And then Vader takes the shackles off, says, Why don't you, f- you guys fuck for a while? <laughs> that wasn't <in> the script. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Luke, Luke arrives, smells, and then he encounters Darth Vader. This is what everything's been building up to. Mm hmm. And uh, Vader is full of shit during these sequences. What do you mean? Because he does. He has not. He's not figured out all the all the all the traps here. He repeats more than once how well Obi Wan has trained Luke. Obi Wan sucks. He ain't taught Luke shit.
3: Yoda Yoda. taught
2: Luke. Yeah, Yoda did. Yeah, Yoda done. Is that what he said? Uh. But yeah, Vader and Luke have a little, a little spat, a little fight. What do you think? They do well. It's an upgrade, right? Since the last
3: lightsaber battle we saw, this one actually, you know, he, he, you know, Darth again is having a little trouble um, maneuvering its costume, but Hamill makes up for it. He really is. Um, he's skilled with the sword in this, I guess, so to speak. So he, it's a, it's a more exciting battle. The forces used in this battle. Um, yeah, I love it when shit, throwing, shit is banging into Luke from nothing, Yeah, he cry, just throw, It's hilarious. And, he, and Hamill's just like he looks sad about it. He keeps getting hit by jump. It reminds you know? me like, a little Whoa. bit of when Ash is getting hit by the furniture in Evil Dead too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um, but yeah, he. But you know, one thing I do like about this fight is, you know, Darth Vader obviously the more powerful and skilled, you know, uh, person in this fight. But Hamill, like Luke, still gets a little zinger on him. He cuts him with the lightsaber, which is unexpected on a uh, Vader's part.
2: Surprises him, wakes him up. He also smashes him uh, with some with some steam. He does do that, and he also. Um,
3: but I, what do you think of the force jump that Luke pulls off oh, out of it. the carbonite love container? It. Love it.
2: Yeah, and then he's hanging from the ceiling uh, wires. Yeah, and, and he and. Obviously, he didn't have Plan B because that's a pretty that's a pretty badass move. Vader's looking down. Maybe Luke doesn't make it obvious that he's up there. You know, oh, I, I, I got him. <laughs> could have just jump down with a sword and cut him, cut him away. Saved us a, a whole series of films. But he's up there, like no, he's sound. Vader's he's like, tangling oh. the wire. He's like, help! <laughs> I, uh, I, I overshot. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm I'm out of the force. Outwits Vader no, no. a couple of times in this thing, and the great thing is there's a scene where Vader easily could have gotten him, but his stupid breathing happens to alert Luke. Yeah, he's he's like hiding, and then he, you hear his stupid breath before he shows up because his stupid breath gave him away. That whole sequence sequence
3: is wonderful. Yeah, it's such a great fight, and it's. I don't know. It's just, I th- I remember seeing like footage from before seeing the movie too. Yeah. Like they were heavily teasing it. I remember seeing the um footage of Luke, uh, at least a uh, stunt man getting pulled through
2: that window. That's a great shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus it looks like a tie fighter, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course, yeah, the hand getting cut off. It's one of the better hands getting cut off because there's no, you can't, you don't see his fist shape underneath the sleeve. Doesn't look, bulbous like there's a hand hiding under there great work no and he and i i love it because i remember in the i do remember in the theater thing
3: i couldn't believe it i could not believe he got his hand cut off um i was in shock and like it just didn't it confused me that he could that the hero could get hurt like that Mm -hmm. you know um and you know it's obviously now it, it doesn't play like that but i remember back then it does it did um but then, what did you th- so do you remember at all that like when you f- first heard that revelation that Luke didn't have a hand anymore
1: <laughs> or it, or they
2: remedy that rather quick in this movie? What do you mean? oh they do yeah, they do. you know what really bothered me even when I was a young kid was how uh so v- out' got guys Vader cuts off his hand and then drops truth on him mm-hmm. call, says that he's his dad, and then Luke falls a crazy distance and i remember being disappointed that he didn't that that, that he was fine he he he, he falls into a, a slide he falls he into a slide it. it's like cloud city is like let me take you into my warm embrace and guide you to safety well the people have since explained that
3: a way that he used the forest to slide to to angle himself in, in such a way that he didn't die but I think he looks like he's killing himself in that moment. Like I think yeah. he thinks he's dying. Yep. I think he's surprised to then he's surprised to live, and then he's hanging from an antenna. Although, yeah, Cloud City does drop
2: trap Dorem onto the antenna, which is cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the, he's rescued by the Falcon. The thing that bothers the shit out of me mm-hmm. is, first of all, when he's in the Millennium Falcon, they've given him an, a cyber cast. He has an electronic cast on his hand. Okay. instantly. But Vader speak I hate this scene. Vader reaches out to him, Luke, and Luke says father. You don't like it? I don't. Because it's too soon for him to to believe it and to identify with that and to and I think it's almost too endearing to call him father. I don't think
3: so. I Luke is so confused, man. Like I I don't I I don't he's so confused by that revelation. He doesn't now all of a sudden his his whole world has changed and he never knew his dad. So now he knows he ha- has a dad and he's still alive and he's a fucking badass. You know, his
2: dad is a baddie. His dad is mediocre. Yeah. Well, so we're at the end of the film. Finally made it. Yeah. There's two things. Well, you didn't, we didn't talk about the big scene in this.
3: Tell me. You two you, R2 has fire extinguisher capabilities.
2: Well, he puts he, an electrical fire in the last movie.
3: But he throws that he throws out that smoke screen. remember, yeah. to, to kind of block
2: the vision. Yeah. yeah, we didn't talk. How come we didn't talk about that? Because it's irrelevant and dumb. Oh, um, the Chewbacca has too much dialogue in this film. Too much, simply too much. Okay, and they're Luke and Lair, when they're um watching the Falcon take off at the end are looking in two different places. Why? Come on, guys. There's a lot to look at because did they
3: add some stuff? To it and then the well, special giant Cosmo constellation I don't like that. in the middle. They don't need it, right? That's such an iconic scene to fuck with. Why would they do that? Because there's Lucas is a panty. I still like him though. Yeah, whatever. So yeah,
2: it's an big. I don't know if you heard this. It's an ambiguous ending. It's a cliffhanger. Yeah. It's dark. Well, and- see, Lucas. I don't know if you guys know this. He planned on it. He's like, well, this is like the middle act of a story. So I'm gonna take a shit on my audience and then you know bring it home in the next one. Luckily, it what do you, independently what do you, financed, so he he was able to, you know, completely control everything. What do you think that threw people off the most, that, that Han Solo wasn't rescued? Do you think that really threw him? I think just the combination of uh, finding out Vader's his pops, Luke getting his ass handed to him and his hand handed to him, Han Solo getting whisked across the galaxy, and Chewbacca having two distinct hairstyles.
1: <laughs>
3: and
2: 3PO getting... Uh, slowly
3: put back together yep yeah what do you think of backwards 3po do you like it i do he has he has that little thing on the back of him that little it's like a back tattoo almost yeah. you know it's like a little it doesn't do anything but i always like that on the back of him yeah i got nothing to add but i just always like his that bumpy part the little raised rectangle Boom. yeah yeah that's, that's it's, it's it's his erogenous zone a little raised rectangle yeah i always did enjoy it
2: <laughs> um so uh let's do the work okay you're at the tattoo parlor and you need mm. to get some empire strikes back put on you raised rectangle <laughs> let's put it on my back for sure and i'd
3: get them to can they put stuff under the skin to make it of course you can it could be like, it could be like bumpy a, a street samurai like a cyberpunk yeah, I would do that, and, and you know the, and you know this is the classics: three PO, yellow, goldenrod, and mm-hmm. and uh, I'd have that. Impressive, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: What about you? There's something that's always grossed me out about Star Wars, uh, and I'm g- it grossed me out in photos uh, as I was a young kid discovering Star Wars, and um, I never really came to grips with it. So I'm going to get a tattoo of it. On my thigh. Mm-hmm. It's Gary Kurtz's uh, sh- hairstyle, his beard style. Who's that producer of Star Wars movies? His beard <laughs> fucks me up. Is he in the movie? No, but he's he's the producer of this movie and the producer his facial hair always fucked me up. yeah, yeah. I mean, and so why would you tattoo that on yourself, just to remind you? Yeah, it's like it's so it's like self-flagellation to an extent, mm-hmm. just to yeah, you know, keep your enemies closer. I'm getting that disgusting Gary Kurtz hairstyle on. Can you describe it to the people that would never know what it looked like? Uh, I, I'm going to Google it. Abraham Lincoln, maybe. I'm I'm showing you. And just, just yeah, just type Gary Kurtz, mm-hmm. and there are plenty of examples. Um, Swo- Swoozie's brother. Yeah, he, he was always rocking that giant beard with no mustache look. That's what fucks me up.
3: Oh, yeah. I remember seeing. You're right. He really did he doubled down on that look. That's a fucked up. That one. is an Abe, that is an Abe Lincoln. You're right. He never, he loved that look. He, so what he, he, he was he was a real he was very instrumental in these movies,
2: huh? He was the reason the Star Wars movies were good. And when he really? left the picture Rick McCallum stepped in and guess what happened? Oh man, I didn't know that. So why did he leave? Uh, he he went to a barber. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Luke Luke wanted too much power. Lucas wanted too much power or whatever. But all I know is that his disgusting beard is on me. <laughs> so you've been given the financing to create your own Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back related merchandising ent- you know enterprise. Mm-hmm. You have dodged COVID and his many lawyers. And gotten this thing out there. What is it? So I'll, I'll tell you flat out, I got a place. I got a, it's like a food truck. It's called Carbonite's Frozen Foods. And so you bring me anything you love and I will freeze it forever. Anything. Yeah. You could bring your, you know, family pet. You could bring a, a monkey, bring mm-hmm. a salad and I will freeze it in carbonite for later use. You will have a delightful carbonite thing. Uh, but what I prefer you do is bring something that's unwilling. That's that's my one waiver that you have to sign. Uh, are you sure this is an unwilling? Yeah. Okay. Here, here we go. Frozen. Right. Right. You know. I okay. Here's what I would do.
3: I'd I'd, fl- I'd flip it. I'd just flip it. I'd flip it on its ear, Nick. Okay. So you're talking about that scene with a. Uh, Ugnot's playing catch with 3PO's head, right? So I'd make a beach ball. Yeah. Right? Of an Ugnot's head. Nice. Turnabout's fair play. You hear me? Yeah. You know, did you guys like it when 3PO's head got tossed around? No, you didn't. Well, here's your chance. Here's your one chance to rectify that error, to get right with the universe. What do you think? I think you
2: have done the impossible. <laughs> I do. So, I, I,
3: I do the impossible every time and think of nothing good. No, you have created the one thing Lucas would never
2: seek litigation over. I'm good. Did you create, Are you serious? You created an Ugnot head ball. I'm good. Go. <laughs> Why is Justin in jail? <laughs> not because he not because he pissed Luke off with a an idea that he wanted. That's great. That's my idea. So uh you're in the movie. You are in Empire Strikes Back. What what shape does your experience take in this thing?
3: That this is a, this is a movie I'd like to be in, especially these days. Right. Wouldn't mind wouldn't mind floating over to the old Star Wars universe. Yep. And living it up. You'd probably be in the Empire though. Not me. So what, what 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 shape does your experience take in that? I'd be on Bestman. Of course. I'd be killing it in Cloud City, working at the equivalent of the Starbucks. Okay. On Bestman, which I don't know what it would be called. Not Starbucks, obviously. Right. I'd be in my apartment, my condo, and Bestman watching TV. And then you know the scene with Luke's hanging from the antenna? Yeah. The bottom of the whatever. <laughs> my TV goes out. <laughs> I get up to hit it. What the, what's happened? This never goes out. And, you know, Luke's shaking down there. So the picture comes back in. I'm like, okay, this guy's I I half sit back down and it goes out again. Static. Nice. That's my character. (laughs) Frustrated for five minutes. (laughs) His TV kept going in and out when Luke was hanging off the metal down there. I guess Luke's down there for what? Probably about 10. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He reaches out to Leia. Remember,
2: he they communicate. I like the idea the that like, TVs in Star Wars are also droids. So it's like a like a rectangular droid called like TV six eight one or something like that. It's got a little head looking around at you, like the head is peeking around the corner at you mm-hmm. as it's getting. I am I am sorry, sir. I am I apologize for the reception. And you're like fuck you, and you start to reach for the heavy shit. And then Luke will move, and then he's back to noise. says, see, everything is fine, and then it happens again. Oh, I I have made a grievous error, sir. I apologize. And you you're like starting to throw liquids at him. It's like this will short circuit you. Fuck, that's great. It this sounds like your character. Is this your character? No, my character is a shitty bounty hunter. Uh, just at, oh, just, out of, is, just out of this is just is better. Just out of frame. Yeah, yeah. Like like there's Lucas or whatever, and then I'm out there, and I'm like this. I'm this. Like I'm I'm like part fish, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm mostly I'm I'm like mostly a fish, but I've got like a like a, like a human head, maybe one leg or something like that. And I'm just gross. So I've got all these different apparatus keeping me from drowning or, or suffocating all the time. But I, I've got you know, and I've got a I don't have a gun. You know I've got I've got like a I've got a, a, a series of balls that are attached to things that I throw the at people, like a ball with like a, a knife attached to it. and I got a ball with a like a, for some reason a ball with a gun that I would <laughs> throw at somebody. You know, stupid shit. And I would just, you know, I'm weird, freckled thing, ball with a grenade dangling from it. Just stupid shit. I'm Dr. Woosh. That's my name.
3: <laughs> my character can't watch TV for five minutes. <laughs> I think we're both of equal value to the series. <laughs> Dr. Woosh, does he ever have? He must have adventures.
2: Does oh, God, yeah. Pres- does he pursue Luke? No, no, no. Are you kidding? No. He's about to leave and an asteroid just decks him. <laughs> Did, what are?
3: Name all the bounty hunters in that scene besides. besides IG 88,
2: Forlam, Zookus, Dengar, Boba Fett, Bosk. I think that, that's all of them. That's it? What? Forlom. What does that mean? For There's love of money,
3: right? money. For love of money. Yeah, that's right. IG eighty eight was a, a favorite action figure. IG eighty
2: eight, right. his head is everywhere in these movies. His head is in the Jawar thing. It's in the Ugnot thing, and even the Millennium Falcon's little, little handles look like IG eighty eight heads. Do they?
3: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But he, he was always this, such a cool figure because it was like he was kind of unlike anything else. But then he be- doesn't he become a planet at some point in, in some weird standard thing?
2: universe things. Yeah, and. Yeah. and after about two weeks of having the toy, he no longer had the power to hold that gun. His little hands just were not equipped to hang on to meat for a long. He was so tall. Yeah, I just saw. I just always he just
3: he lit my imagination on fire. Yeah, Iga. Yeah, that's actually how he captures yeah. people. He sounds like a like a grocery store sort of yeah. or something. I don't know why I think that, but there's a is there a gro- Iga Iga is a grocery store. That's why.
2: Okay, more like OG eighty eight. That guy fucking rocks. True. He's the OG. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He shows up the his his uh,
3: likeness shows up in the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Same kind of. Anyway, so you uh, you've been given the uh, ability to do a sequel. That's very nice of them. They should have made more of these movies when they had this cast, a cast this young. Yeah, I wonder if Harrison Ford held him up. I think
2: uh, I don't think the machine. or Lucas just I didn't want to do didn't it. They have guess. the ability to. To, to execute these things short, you know, short term, they had to build them yeah. from scratch.
3: But I think they missed an opportunity to bring Hamill back when he's like in his forties to, you know, make some older Luke movies yeah. and Fisher. I mean, they had, they had a bit, they would have loved to
2: done it. It would have been great. They said did want money. I guess. Hamill was probably the only one begging for it. Leo was a famous <clears throat> writer. Leia. Carrie Fisher was a famous writer. Harrison Ford was a huge star. Luke was like, uh, Hey guys. Yeah. I'm sure Harrison Ford maybe wouldn't have come back, but anyway. Harrison Ford's on the set of Presumed Innocent. Hamill's on the set of The Giver. (laughs) Were the the sets next to each other? Harrison Ford's pages bleeping. 911. 911 with Hamill's
3: number on it. Uh, I can do, uh, hey, Harrison, I can do lunch today if you're free. I'm
2: free between forever. (laughs) I'm free from Return of the Jedi to this moment. With a slip slipstream yes. slip thrown in. Guyver's underrated, right? Episode two hundred and seven. <laughs> Soon, <laughs> uh, so my sequel is Lobot's Rockin' Summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And after okay. the liberation of Bespin, he fucks off, and now he gets captured in the deleted scene from this movie. He gets incarcerated, mm-hmm. but I'm—that's not canon. Lobot. As it turns out, is shredded underneath that 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 flowy shirt. You know, shredded mm-hmm. as fuck. So he goes to the beach and he just he's just on a he's just on the beach with a cocktail, you know, just getting every part of his body tan except for the strip around his forehead. <laughs> What's it called? Lobot. But the,
3: the lobot's that's called it. Yeah. I, 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 it's just called Loba. Yeah. Well, my sequel idea would Mace Windu. His Mace Windu didn't die. Yeah. Okay. He also pissed off the Dagobah. Okay. Right. So he got hurt. So he is a little bit of a limp. Because didn't he get blown out by um, out of the window yeah. by purple lightning or yeah. something? So he's all his legs all his knees all fucked up from that. But he's on Dagobah. He, he kind of lives across the swamp from Yoda, and his big—the big thing about—he hates Dagobah because there's so many damn snakes, Nick. You know. Yep. Sam Jackson. Hmm. Yep. All right. Does I need to continue? No, please.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can say uncle. You can say uncle. No. I love it. Um, lastly, you're on an island. You've gathered assorted debris from all these different films. So many things that, t- that carry you through your afternoons. Uh, so what What tra- tragic totem are you taking from this one? I would love to have any
3: piece of this film on my island. I would be honored to take any of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, I could just put a blindfold on and grab at the screen, whatever I touched. Okay. I, I would happily take it. So pick one. I can't think
2: exactly what I'd want. All right, so I'll tell you um kept out of the sunlight and out out from the elements that were mm-hmm. um an object that some people thought actually what might have relevance in the sequel series. Yeah. is is on my island. Okay. Luke's hand. I got it. I've got his cut off hand. Wow. Yeah. Remember, there was a rumor that that the the new film was going to start with Luke's hand in space or whatever. That would have been bad. Do you like? Would you like to see when that they, when they cloned What did they did? They take sample from it to build. it? Did they? That wasn't. That was in other movies. That was an idea. No, that was one of the ideas. Ooh, so I've got this yeah. this rotting piece of uh, five fingered meat mm-hmm. uh, in my island, and I have to keep it out from the elements. Sunlight deteriorates it. Everything ruins it. So it's very precious. So I just got this this stinking palm that I just kind of you know visit from time to time, uh, you know I, I'll, I'll uh I'll, I'll, some a guest comes by I will lift the curtain so they can see it. Every once in a while I'll rocket that thing across the room, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm so surprised so so prized to have it. It's <laughs> it's it's starting to get almost translucent where you can see uh, the 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 bones underneath. Yeah, and it's, and it's got that it's it has that congealed. The day after Thanksgiving, yam thing going on there. Mm-hmm. Don't don't stop me from whisking it across the room from time to time. So what they call it these days? <laughs> you're whisking it across the room with
3: the hand. I'm tossing it like a frisbee across the room again. Yeah, you bet you're tossing it. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for damn sure. I would take one of those asteroids with yeah. me from the space and put it on my island. You know, one of the asteroids they hide in. Yeah, and I'd be like. This is the best. This is the best uh, thing I could have taken. This huge asteroid, put it on my island. This is great. Why does it smell like a potato over here, though? I don't understand. <laughs> it smells like a potato. Okay, it's because it is, Nick. They snuck a damn potato. That's what I learned. Yeah, those, those crazy uh, ILM guys. They put a damn potato in there, and at one point they put a shoe in there too, but they took that out later. Nice, those tricksters. Yeah. And they would have got me years later when I was trying to acquire an asteroid from my island. I would have made a fatal mistake. Gotten a damn a large potato, gigantic potato. How would how did they acquire such a huge potato for the phone? You can cut that out.
1: <laughs>